Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there. It's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Good morning, Charlie Pierce. Good morning, Jody Hamilton. <laughs> you had your Catholic schoolgirl voice working. I did, didn't I? This gets weirder every week. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm thinking of green jumpers and knee socks. I wore blue. Oh, I wore blue. Oh, ew. Oh, ew. I wore blue. She's our big sister. Stop that. Yeah, I'm the adult supervision in the room. Good Charlie going all spotlight over there. <laughs> um, Charlie. <laughs> I love your yes. piece. Uh, you just, you, uh, your headline, Idaho botched its pandemic response. Now it's begging neighbors like Washington State for help. Mm-hmm. You can try not be cruel and unfeeling, but if I were a heart patient in Spokane, um, this is the problem. Uh, you know, I just was telling the story of someone I found out is not vaccinated that said, oh, it's a private matter. It is not a private matter. And this is exactly why. The piece you've written, you said, you know, Idaho has decided to face the crisis by developing uh, death panels. They're under crisis care, standards of care. And again, right, having to beg other states for help. Yeah, I mean, pandemics are not like private enterprises. They're not, mm-hmm. you know, uh, personal services contracts right. that you contract with the virus. And, you know, you have to live up to your end of the bargain. Pandemics are, are you know, are for a reason mm-hmm. it means all of us right and th- i mean why we i mean I, I i at this point i don't have any i can't write very much more about it because yeah. the solution is so freaking obvious yeah the 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 reluctance to take the free solution to this entire problem yeah is being ignored I, I, I feel mean, the same. That statistic from Alabama. That statistic from Alabama should guarantee that no Republican ever gets elected in Alabama again, ever. Yeah, yeah, ever. Charlie, I right feel this. I feel the same. I don't know what else to say about it. Three hours every day, and yet it impacts all of us. Right. How do you talk about anything else? Mm-hmm. In some ways, it is this just we are being held hostage by this you know, minority of people. Um, and as you say, uh, you quoted someone here, Idaho's not doing what it should. They don't have a statewide mask mandate. They need to do, do their part. They cannot rely on Washington as their stopgap. Um, and you just said this country's patience is not inexhaustible. And that's yeah, where I we mean, are. If you, I mean, if, if you want mask mandates or if you want uh, vaccine mandates, and for that matter, mask mandates, uh, enforced, rigidly around this country keep doing what you're doing right yeah because simple survival on the part of the 70 percent of us who agree with you know safety protocols 
is going to is going to have its terrible vengeance on you sooner or later. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing. I always know what's happening at the Supreme Court is awful until I read your piece and realize that it is several layers more awful than I thought that it was because you are such a, a, you know, aficionado of this sort of thing. So um, this is obviously very bad news. The U.S. Supreme Court revealed they will hear oral arguments in the major abortion case uh, on December 1st, kicking off a process that could ultimately cut off abortion access in dozens of states. The case out of Mississippi, Dobbs versus Jackson's Women's Health Organization, is a direct challenge to Roe v. Wade. Uh, it uh, concerns a ban on nearly all abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy and the question of whether all pre-viability prohibitions on elective abortions are unconstitutional. It is expected that at least 24 states would then immediately ban access to the procedure altogether. So, okay. But as you your piece basically said, it, it, the Supreme Court brief gives away the whole conservative game on abortion. Explain that, what's it me- what it means. Cause you, well, there's, a, there's, yeah. there's the guy who designed the Texas law is this wingnut lawyer. Uh, from Texas named Mitchell. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if you read his amicus brief to the Dobbs case, uh, he gives the game away in that the target has really never been Roe. Roe was the low-hanging fruit. The target is Griswold. The Mm -hmm. target is the fact that the conservatives do not believe there is a right to privacy inherent in the Constitution. And in this amicus brief, which I urge everybody to read, Mitchell makes it plain. He says that, that, they, that they should issue a ruling that leaves Obergefell and Lawrence, which are the two major gay rights decisions, quote unquote, hanging by a thread. That's what they're after. They're not, I mean, that role would be great. I mean, that will, that will make a lot of their Christian base really happy. Uh, but the, the, the privacy right is the real target. And that's what we have to be aware of. Well, you said anyway, think, people generally- Frankly, I don't think the Democrats are. You said people generally like privacy and they generally like the things they do in private, especially as regards sexy time. So <laughs> directly attacking Griswold was rightly deemed to be a political loser. But it's, I mean, as you say, this goes to, to more than just that, right? Where is this part? I chilled my little, it chilled my homo heart, Chody. You said um, um, this is stuck, the, uh, you're talking about Griswold versus Connecticut, is stuck in the conservative crawl ever since it was applied to birth control, abortion, gay rights, and a number of other things that make the conservative id feel all icky. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it basically says there is no specific right to privacy at all exactly. in the Constitution. Exactly. Uh, and and that, is, that has been a very popular theory uh, within conservative legal circles forever. I mean, yeah. uh, Roe gave, Ro, Ro gave them a foothold. Uh, and the steady, you know, whittling back and, and quite honestly, the, the mushiness of many Democrats on the issue uh, gave them the opening that they have now. Well, uh, and I don't trust. But, I mean, I, I think John Roberts could very well dissent from that Mississippi case and it would still. Yep. You know, it would still go through five to four. Yeah. I think he's going to find himself on the on the losing end of a lot of five to four decisions unless he, you know, acts like, you know, the Amy Coney Barrett's and and Justice Drunky John, uh, you know, go along with that. Rapey McPerjury. Okay. Um, 
You well, you said it's hard to believe the court would engage in a sweeping evisceration of privacy rights, but it's not as hard to believe it as it was even five years ago. Mm-hmm. So that is chilling. Um, and you were you talked about you wondered why suddenly you said we're in the middle of a very strange we are not hacks over America tour that has featured both Amy Coney Barrett and Clarence Thomas protesting far too much about what a clear and objective institution the Supreme Court is. Um, yeah, so it's just you're like why are first of all. Amy Coney Barrett is talking about how they're not partisan hacks at a Mitch McConnell event introduced by right. Mitch McConnell right. at the Mitch McConnell Center, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, th- those two speeches were political speeches, which justices of the Supreme Court are not supposed to give. But right. they were clearly political speeches. They were clearly, they clearly had the political purpose of camouflaging what the conservative majority of the court is up to. Yeah. That, I, I mean, that's another thing that shouldn't happen. You know, and it's interesting, on the other side, we have, you know, doctors and pastors speaking out, which I think is significant, this lawsuit, you know, the doctor in Texas that stepped forward and said, I, I you know, uh, gave an abortion. He said, well, oh, have you have you seen the latest on that? Yeah. Well, the guy who turned yeah, in. Well, I was just going to say, so the lawsuit that could test the constitutionality of the nation's most restrictive abortion ban was filed in Texas Monday against a doctor who, too, admitted performing an abortion considered illegal under the new law. Uh, it was filed by a, a, a physician in San Antonio who is in not in jail but he is a convicted oh, <laughs> he is God. a convicted felon in Arkansas right and, and he he's also admitted he only did it for the money yes yes he is a convicted <laughs> he's actually on uh, he's currently serving his 15 year federal sentence on as on home confinement and he said if the state of Texas decided it's going to give $10,000 bounty why shouldn't i get that $10,000 he is uh right I, I mean, his self-interest is so obvious. I almost admire him. You right. Know? He was convicted of tax fraud in Oh, even better. So he was so he a, he is a felon from Arkansas that right. has filed a lawsuit against. Well, he needs the cash. Good God. Good God. But, you know, also, I just I thought this pastor was so interesting, Charlie, a Baptist uh, pastor from a southern city in a conservative red state. He says, I do know firsthand who suffers when politicians attempt to limit the right of every person to determine whether, when, and how to become parents. I also know how vital it is for people of faith to speak up in these religious spaces and show how strongly we disagree with government officials who would play to- politics with the health and well-being of people from our communities. I mean, they keep everybody keeps saying it, but they have they are the car that's the dog that's caught the car, mm-hmm. right? I mean, well, we'll see. I mean. Uh, you know, I, 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 I keep hearing that and I agree with them. And I think I think it's probably a political disaster if they go all the way through with it. Charlie, but you I don't know anymore. One of the I main mean, things the country's that tolerance for craziness is far wider and deeper than even I thought it was. OMG, I am so excited about our new sponsor, Cook Unity. These are ready-cooked meals. You want to know my first six? Grilled mahi-mahi with oyster mushrooms and steamed rice. <gasps> Vegan rigatoni pesto. Four cheese ravioli with cherry tomatoes and spinach. Hang on. Climate-friendly chickpea and quinoa bowl. Classic salad nichois. Lemon-baked tilapia. I don't have time to cook. These, you just pop them in the microwave. Bam, you're done. Go to cookunity.com liberal. You will not believe the quality and the, the, the quantity of different of choices that you have whatever you need vegan paleo pescatarian gluten-free whatever you love they have a delicious dish cook unity is the first chef to you service delivering locally sourced meals from award-winning chefs right to your door every week and it's cheaper than other delivery options so delicious and no cooking required 
I love that on work nights for me. Go to cookunity.com slash liberal or enter the code liberal before checkout for 50% off your first week. That's 50% off your first week by using the code liberal or going to cookunity.com slash liberal. Charlie, one of the main, you saw this, Jody, in the polling out here in the recall. One of the main things people mentioned is we didn't want to become Texas. Yep. <laughs> they mentioned specifically the Texas law yeah. as what mo- yeah. motivated people to get out and vote in California. Yeah, but I mean, is it going to work in Nebraska, Kansas, or Illinois? A lot of women are pissed. Yeah. Uh, Well, we'll see. I mean, I hope they are. We didn't throw out our pussy hats. We got them. We still have them. I hope they... There's a march on October 2nd. I hope they put it into action. Yeah. Uh, You know, because the only thing you can really do if the Supreme Court is hell-bent on doing what we think it's hell-bent on doing is vote out the people who who confirm these judges. Yeah. You can't do anything have I mean, the FBI. You can't do anything about the judges. They're there. Right. I mean, well, you can expand the court. And you, you know, the FBI does a real thing. investigation of rapey McPerjury. I'm just saying. Well, there's also that, too. But in terms of what we can do, you know, in our politics, it's to vote out the politicians who enable them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, That's Charlie, what we can do. Curious as a fantastic journalist yourself, we've been talking about the Bob Woodward, Robert Costa book, and I just... I keep saying they have to call it now a warning, but what this would have been important to know during the impeachment. I mean, it's I said I I posted that on the very first blog post I did on that book. Number one, I know I I went through the the allegations, which are astonishing. Yeah. Uh, But the very first thing I said was, where the hell were you guys? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's more important for us to know what you know than it is for you to make money on a book. And they still would have made money the, on the book. The book's the still always That's the way I've always looked at, at, yeah. at the business. You I mean, find the information, you confirm the information, and then you relate the information. Right, right. right. Yeah. I mean, they're like, holy cow, this is a national security crisis. I mean, Charlie, yeah, this is a coup that they needed cow, to say the something. Chairman the, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of, of, of Staff is conducting a mild coup d'etat himself mm-hmm. to make sure crazy man doesn't launch a bomb at Iran. Yeah. That would have been nice to know at the time. Yeah. They, I heard uh, Woodward say last night that, you know, you're going to be apologizing to general Milley when, you know, this whole, everything comes out that, you know, they, he saved us from, but I mean, the fact that nobody said anything at the, at time, the time and yeah. we, during the impeachment trial in particular, I mean, you know, Charlie, right. it's, it's, yeah. I, what happens if this does not happen in other countries when there's an attempted coup? They don't just go, oh, oh, well. <laughs> I mean, you know, this has got to be punished, doesn't it? I, hey, listen, I th- I've, I've thought so from, from day one. I thought he should have been impeached uh, in, during impe- oh, I thought he should have been impeached in impeachment one, but I think he certainly should have been, been impeached in, in impeachment two. Uh, you know, it, it, it's become clearer by the day. This memo, this six-point memo, yeah. it shouldn't be that easy to overthrow the government. Yeah. But there's an evil logic to that memo that shows you, I mean, that's the game plan. Yep. If if this was a dress rehearsal, that's the game plan. Yeah. Because, you know, and and the idea that Mike Pence had to agonize over this decision. Yeah. You know, you talk about something that will guarantee him that he gets no votes. Yes. What a spineless, cowardly weasel on from both sides, right? I mean, just tried everything he he could to try and do this. Call Dan Quayle, who's you know minding his own business out in the 18th hole, and and, (laughs) 
you know, and, you know, getting ready to have a couple at the, at the 19th hole. And he can, you know, Dan Quayle, who can, who's, by the way, over 70 now. Is yeah, hard really? To wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw that in one of the stories and I was like, wow, Dan Quayle's like 73 now. Makes yeah, but, so. but, you know, and, and, you know, he's out there and he's having a grand old time and all of a sudden, you know, the, his idiot successor calls him up and says, you know, and Dan Quayle has to say, you know, fuck up, Sparky. You know, this is, he said, and, and speaking on behalf of all the vice presidents of the United States, this is the only move you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it really is astounding. Al Gore I, had to certify George W. Bush's election. Yeah. Think about that. I yeah. know. I know. I, I mean, it's it's. I, I and, it, and it was Al Gore who had to who had to gavel down. Yeah. All the members of the House. Yeah. Who came over and challenged it? Yeah. You, they, by the way, they even, didn't have the Senate to to back him up. Even mm-hmm. for him, wasn't the latest statement from the Office of the Vice President? Wasn't it? Really, okay. Well, we don't have to do it. But what was that? Okay, um, wasn't it particularly screechy? Like, I'm going, is it this Weisselberg thing finally? Like, what? oh my God, it was very screechy, his latest statement. I don't know if it's the Woodward book or the Weisselberg investigation getting closer. The They're... walls are closing in. Exactly. It's like, what? It didn't even yeah. make sense. They're what in the a... trash compactor in the, in the Death Star. Yes. And, yes. And it's yeah. starting to... And that little wormy thing's it's coming with the rest of With the rest of the garbage. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, well, DOJ's got to, I mean, well, chop, chop, gonna, chop, chop, chop. What? I'm sorry, what? I said the DOJ's got to chop, chop here. This is federal. This is, I mean, don't you think? What? Who else prosecutes this? Cool. It's got to be the DOJ, doesn't it? I mean, I don't know what George is doing, but that's only one prong of this coup. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I presume the Georgia uh, prosecution and the investigation is still going on. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, in terms of of events relating to January sixth, that's you know, those are those are all federal crimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, I. Again, I don't. You know, I, I'm not wired enough to know what's really going on, but it sure seems like nothing's going on. Well, it feels like it's the end of the world, and it seems like you and Jody could both get spousal exep- uh, uh, exceptions for whatever you would do in your grief and fear. It's well, called we're, a whole pass. We're, 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 we're holding on to a comfy suite in the bunker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Adieu, Charlie. Adieu. Thank you, Charlie. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye, honey. Bye. <laughs>